0: Welcome to the Love of Dirt podcast, I'm Nikki and I'm your host and today I'm going to be talking about growing blueberries in pots. Hey guys, welcome back to another week. Uh, Today I wanted to talk about growing blueberries in pots. So blueberries were one of the first fruits that we started to grow when we were renting. So we had them in big pots. Uh, many years ago, blueberries used to be so cost prohibitive here in southeast Queensland. I think they were around $8 for a little 125 gram punnet, so we never really bought them. So the idea of growing our own was a little bit of a novelty, and we didn't really think they were going to grow here. So I always thought that they were just a, a cold weather fruit. So We saw them heaps when we were traveling through Canada and you know you'd buy like kilos of them for for not much money at all. Um, So I just I just didn't think they grew here and then when I saw it in the nursery I thought oh I'm gonna give that a go. So we brought home this blueberry and honestly it has truly shocked me how well they grow and it's now a staple in our collection of fruit trees and We've still kept them in pots because they do so well. Um, In our experience, they've done better in pots as they really do need that good drainage and they also need soil that is on the acidic side. It's actually funny. I kind of look back to now. Now I look back to thinking, oh yeah, we can't grow blueberries. But where I grew up, we are actually surrounded by blueberry farms they were everywhere in the area and also that's a subtropical region so it's just it's interesting how sort of blinded you are when you're not really focused on on growing these foods yourself um, until you actually start doing it but anyway so now this time of year around September and October you'll see lots of them in nurseries so this is a good time if you want to start growing blueberries to go get plants you're probably not going to get many this year um, but the beauty of blueberries is they do start producing really quickly as opposed to other fruit trees and you can grow them in pots and yeah they're super super easy. So over the years I've made some mistakes so I thought I would share with you some tips for good harvests to get you going now. So let's talk about the pot size and your potting mix. So You really want to make sure when you see the little plants, they're actually quite small, but they do grow up. They grow to around about a metre high um, and round. So you want a minimum of about a 40 centimetre pot, and that's 40 centimetres wide by high. We actually have 50, could even be 60, um, and they are really, really good size. So it's one of the big pots that you see in um, your nurseries. If you're going to buy a commercial potting mix, um... What I would do is opt for a 50-50 mix of azalea camellia specialized potting mix and the other 50 part being pine bark. So this is going to give you a really good drainage um, because that's what they really they really thrive. They need the drainage. They need the acidic soil, and which is why they do better in pots. So you can get this specialized um, mix just for them. And with that, depending on how the plant is going, usually after every one to two years, usually every two years because I'm a little bit lazy when it comes to repotting um, our pot plants, uh, we just refresh that potting mix um, after the fruiting has finished. So just pull out the, the plant take out all the old potting mix, usually add that to the compost or chuck it in the garden. Um, If they're a little bit root bound, they will handle a little bit of teasing and trimming of the roots as well to get them back into the same pot. As long as you've got that big pot, if you're sort of trying to fit it back into a small pot, um, then you probably, you won't get as good results with your yield. In terms of location, um, a lot of people say, oh, full sun, but they will handle the partial shade here in Queensland where it's really hot (laughs) um we found that our blueberries only need around about four hours of sun and we still get really good results so preferably in the morning we did have them um in a full sun position so like on the northern side of our house which was sun up to sundown and they they literally cooked so um keeping water up to them was a real challenge so We moved them so they only get that morning sun and they are thriving (laughs) um, in that protected position. So, you know, it goes to show that, you know, what works for some people may not necessarily work. But the beauty of um, having them in pots is you can move them and you can try the best position. Um, They're pretty resilient. Um, Obviously, we didn't kill them by doing that, by having them in the full sun, but they did lose a lot of leaves and had to sort of bounce back the other tip is more plants are going to give you bigger harvest so some varieties are actually they do rely on pollination from other plants um, some are um, self-pollinating so you only need the one um, but we found we've got a two varieties one is definitely a self-pollinating variety and since having um, multiple plants um, our yields have increased um, heaps so much so that our kids finally haven't been keeping up with the harvest so they're actually falling on the ground at the moment Um, and it's what prompted me to actually come and um, make this podcast is because I was out there eating all the blueberries because I'm like why are the kids not eating these (laughs) they're just not keeping up so in terms of caring for your blueberries, uh, generally I haven't found they need too much. If you've got a good potting mix going, um, they, they don't really need anything else. Um, the main thing that I have overlooked is how much water they need, particularly when, um, they start to sort of, cause they kind of, they go a little bit dormant, um, For us here in Queensland, they don't lose all of their leaves. They lose a a fair bit, but not completely. And that's going to be variety-specific as well. But um, they slow down over winter, and then spring, they just bounce back. And if you don't keep up with that water in that bounce-back phase, they get a little bit crispy on the outer edges of the leaves. Um, And first, I thought it was a nutrient deficiency, but it's not. It's just water. And the more you water, the bigger the berries get. Um, So definitely during that fruiting when they start to flower right up to the end of the fruiting just keep the water up to them and you'll have a really good harvest. In terms of fertilization I once made a very poor choice on giving them a little bit of blood and bone. I think it was actually blood meal because it was when I was doing a lot of straw bale gardens I gave them a little bit I thought oh you might need a little bit of a feed. They hated it. Uh, (laughs) They do not like that intensive high nitrogen fertilizer like they just went crispy and I, I had to pretty much try and water it out of them because they they struggled really bad with it so if you are needing to feed your blueberry opt for a really gentle slow release fertilizer or a liquid fertilizer but to be honest like if you've got a really good potting mix happening um they shouldn't want for much The only two things in terms of nutrient deficiencies that we've found um, is magnesium and iron so if you find um that the foliage is yellowing between the veins so it's got the the green veins and its leaves are kind of a little bit yellow on all of the newer growth that's going to be iron um if you find that it's doing that but it's sort of a yellow to red on a lot of the younger growth that's magnesium so giving a, a little bit of a, a Epsom salt um, feed will do the trick. But again, a good quality potting mix, you, you should kind of prevent a lot of those problems. In terms of pests, we haven't really found um, a great deal of issues with anything. Um, <laughs> birds do love them. But to be honest, um, we've got a lot of miners that come in. We've got a, a lot of birds that come in, uh, a lot of parrots and rainbow lorikeets and we haven't had any problems with those the only theft that we've had is from the unsupervised chickens (laughs) they're perfect height for for um, the chickens to grab and have a feed on Um, but other than that we've had scale but it's never been enough to warrant treating it like there's never been a major major issue Um, But if you do have a plant that is really struggling with scale, um, you can just use a a simple eco oil spray. Um, If you're a dirt lover, I do have a DIY recipe inside the membership um, of what we use when we're desperate for aphids and scale and things like that. Um, If you want to go check that out. So in terms of blueberry varieties, there are so many different ones and what you really need to do, particularly if you are with us here in the subtropics, is look for a variety that's going to be suited to your climate. So we need, because we don't get a lot of chill hours um, here in the subtropics, we need to find those low chill varieties. Um, and the two varieties that we grow, and I hope I'm saying it right, uh, first one is Biloxi and the other one is Sharp Blue. And if I had to make a choice in terms of, um, what's producing the most at the moment, I definitely hands down go with sharp blue. If you're going to look, if you want just a plant that's going to provide, yeah, stick with that one. Um, Abiloxi is coming good this year. Um, my father-in-law suggested that I gave, give it a trim two years ago and it had, it did really slow it down. So I, I trimmed it right back, um. But it is catching up now and it's fruiting a little bit later. So you could go with a couple of different varieties if you want that continual harvest as well. So I hope these um, tips help for you in your growing blueberry quest. Um, I'd love to know, do you grow blueberries in the ground, in the pots? Um, Head on over to the website lovedirt.com.au and look for the show notes for this podcast and leave a comment. I'd love to know if it's been a good season for you like it has been for us. Um, And let me know if you want to have a go of growing blueberries. Anyway, guys, I will speak to you next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Love of Dirt podcast. If you love this episode, please leave a review to subscribe, check out other episodes or grab some of my free food growing resources. Head on over to loveofdirt.com.au forward slash podcast.